Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of JL's podcast. This is Honest Chats. And um, yeah, if you're new, welcome. If you are returning, thanks for lending your ear. Um, it's always, you know, it's it's great to see you guys playing through these. I can see the numbers and um, I see the amount of plays that come through. Uh, so thanks. Thanks for lending your ear. Thanks for following on the conversation. And uh, we try to have, you know, honest conversations around topics that sometimes don't get much more, uh, a lot of air, perhaps you're part of a church, perhaps you, you know, you've listened to a talk show somewhere. Uh, but yeah, we try to just give it a little bit of air, get a little bit of p- different perspective. And also other points, we try to bring a little bit of encouragement, um, a thought perhaps to keep you going. Now, um, this past week was actually mental health week i don't know if you um, heard about it but our podcast last week dropped on the same day as are you okay day and um, that was actually pure coincidence the reason why i decided to really just ask the question hey are you okay how's your mental health um was just pretty much due to the fact that i personally went through something similar Um, to do with mental health and I talk a little bit about that in the new podcast that you're going to be hearing here and um, just real you know really want to rehash that how is your mental health are you okay hey if you've got somebody who in your life um, maybe might be going through some some stuff and maybe you haven't you haven't really thought about how to approach it you haven't really thought about whether or not um, you should approach them, um, you definitely should approach them because, um, you know, if you've noticed something, if you notice changes, then, um, you know, that's just worth the conversation. Um, if you also go, if you don't know what to do about it and all that kind of stuff, if you go on to www.ruok.org.au, you are actually going to find some really simple easy to read through material that is going to be able to help you um, so so that's www.r the letter r lowercase u the the vowel u ok.org.au and it's just basically when i want you know i looked at their website and i just want to highlight the four steps that really they encourage you to do is to ask ask the question are you okay sometimes somebody just needs to be to know that other people are noticing are you okay? Ask it, listen, encourage them to take action. Um, that's step three. Encourage them to take to take action. Talk to somebody, it might be a GP, might be a loved one, somebody they trust. And then check back in. That's the fourth step. So ask, are you okay? Listen to them, encourage them to take action, positive action, and check back in with them. See how they're going a couple of days later. Um and you know what it is perhaps that you might need to follow up on what they might need to follow up on a mental health is um you know it's just one of those um, concerns that's growing i suppose in our communities um especially if you're you know if you're in a developed country um it's just one of those things that's that's growing more and more and more um quick other thing i want to let you know about is that in this episode in this next couple of episodes we are because of the focus on mental health i actually asked one of my friends if i could borrow from her artistic talent and she's actually released um, an album 
And so one of the songs that I wanted to play towards the end of this podcast, I want to encourage you to stay in till the end. And we're going to have a song by my dear friend, Amy. And, um, you know, I'll put the links to to all of her music, wherever you can find it, um, in the description of the podcast. But aside from that, hey, let's just jump straight into part one of this conversation that I have about mental health with Chima and Nathan. Here we go. For those who don't even know, did you guys know it was Mental Health Week? Yeah, I knew it was that. That's why I posted it. That's why you posted it. Yeah. Let me read this. Pretty cute. I follow Nathan. It's all about being cute, man. <laughs> if you don't follow Nathan on Instagram, you should. Yeah, you should. Some really legit quotes up there. Yeah. Are you okay? Big bold letters. I know as a Christian young adult, male, male, temptation is easy to give um, a Christianese answer when somebody asks you, "Are you okay?" It's a good one. And um, and you say, "Yeah, I'm fine." It's hard to be vulnerable, especially because apparently we're supposed to be the strong. We're supposed to be strong all the time. Two threes. There is more strength in weakness and vulnerability. Christian young adult male. Can you define what you mean by that? Like it's meant to be different from your average. <laughs> oh, I guess it's, a, it's probably that time period when you're supposed to have it all together and go get it. Have life kind of by the scrum of the neck. You know, like that comment I made about that 85 year old dude. Like, you should have energy to do stuff right now. You should have. Because you're young. Yeah, because you're young and you're in the transition between not committed to anything but also kind of still figuring yourself out. So, it shouldn't be worrying you at this time. You, know, you shouldn't have so much worry. But, you know, truth is, yeah, there's a lot of things to worry about. Now, so let's start. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Who's a genius to relate to the podcast? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm okay for now. Are you okay? Nate, are you okay? Uh, I am okay, but I've still got a lot of questions, I guess, definitely. Yeah. I have a few questions on the way here, actually. Do you have questions? Yeah, I think it's just like the next, this third decade of my life started. And um, the question of what is the purpose again for this next 10 years season. Yeah, yeah, decade kind of thing. Yeah, decade kind of thing, but also it's like I don't, I hate, especially to do with purpose stuff. I hate being pushy brushy. Like in my early days, it was all about Like you're on the, what do you call it? 
near a change of seasons. Yeah, I'm getting the sense there's a lot of things about the church, like spiritually, obviously, hopefully as well, and um, some other things as well. I don't know, it's just the waiting season for me has been a while, partly because I've been stubborn, and so God's like, dude, just make one play around, then I wait a bit longer. <laughs> so I think finally I've kind of like, all right, I'm going to trust you and actually do it, and now he's like, all right. You actually might be right. That's the sense I'm getting, but yeah, awesome. We'll see what happens. So, trusting yeah, to see what we're doing. Mmm. So. Midnight had a real awesome uh, chat a while ago. Played basketball, went out for lunch. Is this part of what you're talking about? What we spoke about then? Is that what? Let's chuck that over there. Um. Seems like uh, you are definitely in the middle of something huge happening. I'm not going to reveal what it was. I'll let Nate talk <laughs> to you about it when he's ready. Um, keeps everything from me. Hey, so let's go through some Christianese that you've heard that, that um, maybe downplays or it, um, or it might put like a lid on the struggle that, you might, that people might be having sometimes with mental health. I know, I know that one of the ones that I've heard in the past has been, you know, God works all things for good anyway. Right? <laughs> you know? and, and it's very true, and it's not like I'm, I'm trying to beat on the Bible or the Bible says, but to, to bring in something like that <laughs> when somebody is trying to work things out and somebody is going through mental, mental yeah. health things, um, it can almost like be, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah. Why are you feeling that way? Yeah. That's not Christian. Exactly. Um, have you guys gone through any? They might not even be biblical, but just Christianese terms. Like that. I know that's one of mine. God works all things anyway, for good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't help me right now, right? <laughs> 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 um, gosh, there's so many. Have <laughs> um, you thought of one? Um, I think I've heard this one. But you know how they talk about things being generational. <laughs> things being generational. generational in terms of 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 all this has been passed down from family to family, and it's because of something that happened that wasn't right with God, and it's obviously come and affected you down the line, and so you need to get that right with. The previous generation like, or something. Like break it. Or break it or something. Like it's break it with Jenny. Break it with Jenny. It's like a, <laughs> like, a curse. like a like a curse or a stronghold. Yeah. What do you think about those things? Because that can be a little bit like it can render you helpless to think that you're at the mercy of yeah. you know somebody else's choices. I mean, it's like my grand. It's like, they're yeah. saying, oh yeah, that's a random fault, <laughs> but he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Like, he can't do anything about this right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, there's, a, there's an extreme with everything, so you need to have a balance. <laughs> so what, I mean, the question is with that sort of thing, what is the balance? What's the, what's the right perspective um, or analysis of that whole thing? Um, so, I mean, some, some degree that can be true but it depends on how far you take it 
Um, so I don't know. That, uh, I don't know. That's a puzzling one for me. Okay. So an intergenerational one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything specific, like a phrase or anything, but a word that comes to mind, um, just thinking about it before, was a thing I learned during an adult course a few years ago. It's called uh, Blueprint Theology. Mm-hmm. The idea of everything is predestined, kind of advocating responsibility to God, thinking that oh, yeah, mm-hmm. God will take care of it and so I don't have to yeah. mm-hmm. and then uh, the flip side of that is well like focus to get down to small things like I don't know relationships or something the idea of like oh, God's going to build me the right one and then I heard, I heard Judas Smith go yeah they gave you a mouth to use, gave you hands and feet to walk across the room and say something so it's that I think Especially Christians are kind of caught up in that idea of over-spiritualizing things sometimes mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. And just the practical aspect of uh, going. Yeah. The aspect, I guess... Like where our part is. Yeah, but it's a relationship thing with God. So from the beginning, so He wants to fight with us in what we're doing and fight with us in building His kingdom. He doesn't need to, but He wants to. Yeah. So, um, that's always messed with me, just trying to balance, like, being too spiritual as well as um, being practical. Yeah. I was talking to two youth leaders last night, um, combined youth event, just catching up with them, and just the, the idea of, like, God's calling us for and stuff, so He's called us to equip ourselves, you know, practically. Reading more books, learning, yeah. getting more stuff, qualification, blah blah blah. Just yeah, because that self leadership part of it. Yeah, you need to be ready. So that's a challenge to me as well because I get better at it. myself. Because I know that as you build your capacity, then obviously it's going to pour out more. So I think yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, probably Christianizing your things. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that's true that we, we can sometimes Christianize something that that's just like some people need to be raw about and they just need to be real about. Yeah. And I don't know why we do these things but we do it with our mental health. I mean we work with we we all work with young people who are going through like the majority of the issues they have, I would say at least where I am is about ninety percent, ninety five percent. It's all mental health. Yeah. Um, do you see mental health as a massive problem or a cause of concern in believers today? Like in the church. Do you see a lot of people struggling with mental health? Oh. Well, I think for, for me, it's becoming more evident that actually a lot of Christians do struggle with mental health. I know that's just from my perspective. What are the signs? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say that like like it's something I meet someone and I get no, they have an eye, just not like that. I think it's just more the conversation, the discord, like you see things on social media, you talk to people and you hear that, you know, like even for example, I think you posted something um, about, uh, you shared something on Facebook 
school. It's one of the pastors that. Yeah, yeah. the guy from the second You know what I mean? Um, in America. Yeah. Yeah, he died. Yeah, so I don't know whether that was had mental, yeah, mental health. He, he, did, he, did, he did have depression, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so you see things like that and you're like, yeah, actually. It's real. It's real. It's, Man, yeah. he just left a wife and kids. Yeah, well. yeah. And he's pretty young as well. Yeah. Very early 30s, wasn't it? Yeah. It's insane. That is actually insane. So it's, yeah, it's definitely something that's. It doesn't mean because we're Christians we're immune from certain things. Yeah. Yeah, so. We're, we're all human beings at the end of the day, so. Yeah. Andrew Stockline from. Um, Island Hills Church um, left a, w- a wife and three children behind. Um, he'd been battling depression, and I think that's one of the things as well. Like um, for me, I guess is that there is. I don't know if there is that stigma which you talk about in your Instagram post here. Um, you know, that we're supposed to be strong. Mm. Like, we're, we're, you know, I mean, yeah, we're Christians, we're following Jesus and, you know, and things like that, but where, do you have that, do you feel you have that pressure around you that you're meant to be strong? I think in yeah. Christian circles, but I think it's more also living in Australia, the Australian culture, especially if it's focused towards it's becoming better now. But if you think about it, at least even five or so years ago, like the idea of approaching mental health, like it's become more and more prevalent. People are more talking about it openly now. Yeah. As compared to then, but I think yeah, there's that idea that. Yeah, I guess you, especially in a leadership leadership position, because that's I guess where my perspective comes from as a leader. Yeah. But I guess maybe also as a leader of the head of the house of your household, or a leader of a church or something. Um, there's an idea that you need to, or in some sort of capacity, have it all together or be okay. Um, which, thankfully, like more. And I'm becoming more vulnerable, and actually saying like, "Look, I'm just a guy. You know, God's actually the leader." I think it's come. I don't know. It's just over time, it's slowly getting better. But I think we're constantly feeling like we have to provide. Constantly feeling like we have to do set the standard. Well, for me anyway, over the years, my perception has changed slowly. Uh, and it, thankfully, it's kind of like, okay, look, just take the weight off, and it's not actually about you. But um, for for a time, it was like, oh, like gotta get it all sorted. Gotta have it done by this certain amount of time, by this age. Blah 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 blah. Um, but thankfully, my perception has changed, and hopefully, my thoughts are slowly changing as well. In times, because earlier on, my twenties was definitely you, know, you have to have a job, especially as the oldest for me, mm. oldest of my siblings. Yeah, you're the oldest as well. I'm the oldest as well. <laughs> it's that idea of having first to born problems. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Okay, we need we need one. <laughs> An episode like that. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, man. No, but yeah, you guys know what's wrong. Just happened to basically. 
and stuff get past that yet. Yeah, instead of saying it. And in some ways, hopefully, I have done that, but mm. in other ways, obviously, you feel like you have it. All the boxes ticked, you can't yeah. just leave one box unticked no, for like too long. No. no. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and I would think, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of those boxes would be the marriage box, right? Yeah. And like, mm. your parents would be like yeah. starting to. <laughs> on her last birthday, it was like, I still don't have any grandkids. And yeah. Like, okay, it's like, yeah. What the actual heck? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But yeah, like the first couple of years of my 20s was like, yeah, I'm not going to get married, I'm not going to get married. 26, I started dating. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll get married. And then towards my 30 years old, I was like, yeah. But I think actually in the last month, slowly my mindset, my mindset has shifted. It's like, it's actually like, just take a reality check and it's just like, dude, okay, if it's been, if God actually wants it to happen right now, so it's actually pursue him. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Matthew 6.33 and seek him first. Yeah. And so thankfully my mindset has changed because I'll be honest, the last year it has been my focus for it, like the whole marriage thing and the kind of relationships thing. But I think in the last month my mind was just like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I think that's how it happened first. I was dating. It's like I wasn't actually looking for it, and then it's like, oh, you're cool. So, seeking God first. I don't know how we got into this, but it's a relationship podcast. Yeah. It's a relationship and seeking God. Yeah. But yeah. Shifting the mindset. Do you feel that pressure? The first born pressure, or born, uh, you know, mental health and pressure to keep it all together. Well, yeah, obviously I would, because coming from an African culture, mental health is—I wouldn't say it's non-existent. You you know about it, but it's not the norm. If let me put it that way, it's not something that's normal. Talking yeah, talking about it, or even People the evidence, the aware of it, the evidence of it like it was only when I came to Australia when I'm like or I, when I've come to Australia when I've actually fully realized oh wow it's like mental health is a big thing yeah. so back home it's the whole you just have to keep it together you know what I mean if you're going through stuff you know? yeah that's true um, it's, it's not the norm I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is like now back in Zambia but I would, I would assume that People have been made more aware of it. I've heard of stories of people that I might know through someone that has battled with depression or something and have taken their lives. So I think it's something that's coming to the fore. Um, but yeah, but this is always that, yeah, just keep it all in, you know? You know? Um, it's almost like mental health is a ta taboo, dare I say it. But, um, so yeah, but I mean, I think in, re in recent times, I think I've started, like, I've just started, personally I've started to realize this actually is a, a big thing. And I mean, at sometimes I, I'll be like, oh my goodness me, what if I have some sort of mental health? How will I cope with that? How will I react or respond um, within myself to that? So, I mean, there's still have baggage in that sense in terms of how I respond to mental health personally, if I had it. Um, and if I did, does that mean I'm, you know, I'm not normal? Mm. And because I'm not normal, am I 
I gonna express that something is um, not well within me if you wanna put it that way or something like I need to address something would I openly say to someone oh look I'm battling depression or I'm battling anxiety or you know so, and, and, and it, I've thought about it I was like, oh if I had depression that would really scare me you know what I mean it's like it scares the heck out of me so there's, there's I guess yeah there is that pressure that if there was something of that sort that it wouldn't be easy to talk about it um, initially yeah but I mean the fact that there's more awareness is, is a really good thing yeah. I suppose that one of the other things as well that's changing quite a bit in society and culture at the moment is just um, I think the identity and the world yeah. of the purpose of men in yeah. society yeah. Um, that's changing it's been redefined mm. um, I mean in church tradition it's been the same but it's almost like, well, we also are exposed to, to non-church tradition. Yeah. Um, and, and so the whole idea of staying strong, like being mentally you know, able to weather the storms, to being mentally able to like, you know, kind of keep it together in a sense. I mean, it's a, it can be a good thing to be strong mm. for the people that, yeah. that depend on you. Yeah. Um, and so I suppose that, you know, when we talk about mental health, that's one of the things as well that, that contributes to having a healthy mental state is that, you know, that we can be reliable, that we yeah. can be dependable. Yeah. Like when I look at you two guys, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely depend on these two guys um, because I've got a sense of they've got it together. Right, and I can look at you guys and say, and you guys are like, you feel that pressure. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Which box are you taking? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and anybody who knows you as well in their lives, I'm sure they would think at least some of that of you. If you're not aware of it, you know, yeah. there it is. Um, <laughs> hat, you know, rabbits out of the hat, whatever. Um, so how do you how do you handle that responsibility? Because I mean, you, you you know that you have to be strong. Yeah. And when you think about who you have to be strong for, for me, I think about my wife. I think about my younger brothers and sisters. You know, like, like six of them after yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like okay. you know, there's my mom and my dad. There's yeah. um, you know, and that's just that's just my immediate family. And then you've got you know, like then you've got the people that I serve. Yeah. You know, youth. And then you got the church and the wider body, and then just right. And then there's my work and my job, and I'm still working with broken people there. So like it keeps on expanding. Yeah. But it's not like I I haven't sort of gone. Nope. Yeah. I'm gonna go and move to the forest yeah. into a cabin. I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> like yeah. I haven't done that. Yeah. You haven't done that. Yeah. So what? What gets you back to that place of wanting to embrace the responsibility? Of, of, I mean, maybe you haven't thought about it as much, but uh, why do you keep showing up for your brothers and sisters, or who do you show up for, and why? Um, well, I, I, I mean, I've probably said this to you boys, um, so I'll probably be a bit vulnerable again. Um, That's our next topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, 
2013 was a really probably one of the hardest years in my journey as um, a Christianese. <laughs> and it was weird. I remember getting to a low point and I was lying in my bed. It was, uh, it was like 11 p.m. Um, I turned off all the lights and I was just thinking about this particular situation. It was quite painful to me and I didn't want to go through this, the pain of the situation. And I remember going to that place of thinking suicidal thoughts and I'm like, no, I can't take this anymore. I need to escape from it. And I remember um, God, God actually just saying to me, it's like, okay, so if you're going to go ahead with this, what's your brother going to think? He's coming next year. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, boom. You know, and that changed my mind. I was like, okay, actually, I need to be strong because when my brother comes over, I'm like, who's, who's he going to look up to when he's in Australia? Who's, who's going to show him the ropes? Who's going to help him settle in? Who's going to support him with his work and whatnot? You know, I was like, um, and obviously as the firstborn, um, helping out mom and dad financially in terms of rent, upkeep and stuff like that. So it's like, wow, I'm like, okay, I actually need to flip the switch and be strong. And obviously that's come in that moment for me. That's come because God's encouragement said, look, you're not just here for yourself. That's a very selfish thing to think that, you know, I'm, like I'm just going to escape from my problems and not worry about anything else. But, you know, what would, the question was like, what would your family think if you do that? My, okay, um, so I think for me, looking back at that and looking now, and I've got three of my siblings with me, and I'm like, had I not made the decision then to five years ago to say to myself, all right, I've, I've been given a challenge, what's my family going to think if I'm not strong enough? How can they rely on me? And what, you know, like what's going to happen to them? But now I made that decision, I'm here, I'm like, wow, it is such a blessing to be the older one and to be able to support them and allow them, you know, the, an environment where we can bond stronger as, as siblings and I, I really enjoy the fact that like, like I get to live with my siblings and very minimal arguments um, um, we get along really really well um, and yeah that's just really helped but looking back I'm like it's it's for me looking at that and looking at myself now I'm like it's actually a, a big honor to be strong on behalf of others and just to have it together to some degree, <laughs> um, and I mean, even the job we, we, we have, we like we have to have it together <laughs> to yeah. some degree. Yeah. You know, like students need to look up to you and say, "Wow, actually, you know." And students ask ask this all the time. Like, how do you guys cope with our crap? You know, I'm like, how do you guys do have it together? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and and I think it's you know. Um, and, you know it's it, it is it, it is a capacity that God gives to yeah. be strong for others, to be there for others. I don't think we're able to bear burdens um, because we're strong. We're able to bear burdens because He's strong. So, um, so I think it's such it's such an honor to. Um, that's how I think of it. But you know, for me, it had to, like I had to go down to those you know depths, and I have, I've been there a couple of times. But one of the things that's kept me going is that actually. What, what, what's, what's, what are the people around me going to think if I decide to give up now, I decide to not push, or I decide to say I can't, you know, I can't have them. And actually just hearing that, you know, like that's challenging me again. If I decide to just throw in the towel, you know, what are others going to think? So it, it is, that's, that's how I... And for some people, that very question yeah. pretty much is a reason to not keep going. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for you, it's a reason. It's a reason to keep, to keep going. going. Yeah, it's a step, step, step up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hey guys, just before we jump into Amy's song, I want to thank you for listening until the end and um, just to really say thanks. Hey, if you are struggling with mental health, I want to encourage you to be courageous and step out and talk to someone who might be able to help a loved one, a GP perhaps, you can get a mental health plan, they'll connect you with the right people. Hey, I want to, I want to thank you for listening again and... Um, Stay till the end and um, listen to this incredible song by my friend Amy. Hope you're encouraged.
Hey guys, um, so I am sitting down in Mandra. For those of you who live in, live in Australia, you'll know that it's near, uh, it's south of Perth, Man City. But this week I'm at a, I'm at a conference and so just thought before we get back into the general groove of things when it comes to our episodes and we get more guests in and, and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, just to bring something up this is for me really like a also a very, bit of a week to have a break as well and refresh myself and you know even given the topics that we've been going through when it comes to mental health and uh, I think that uh, you know one of the things as well that's really helpful is learning how you know not just learning but applying resting well so been away and um I suppose a couple of the topics have, um, even during conference, have actually um, really spoken out to me. And and so I just wanted to, you know, bring up this conversation and maybe we can expand on it in in future conversations. And it's it's along the lines of what can actually uh, impact and sometimes even exacerbate or make uh, mental health worse but it's issue of pain issue of hurt and what you know if you are in relationship with any human being on the planet what you'll know is that um, in any relationship that you're part of there is the there is a propensity or the tendency like you if you're going to be an authentic relationship you have got to be vulnerable to the other person and how, uh, and risk the fact that they can and will most likely hurt you either in small or significant ways. So, what is it that we, what is it that we do? Uh, what is it that we do with hurt? How do you deal with it? Um, not going to ramble on too much with regards to that. I'm going to go do a little bit of research and uh, bring back a little bit of. Um, Bring back a little bit of um, something that hopefully can be helpful, a bit of material that can be helpful. But, um, yeah, what do you do with hurt? Have you been hurt? I'm sure that um, all of us really can actually identify with the fact that hurt is in every single relationship. Mum, mom, um, parents and children, children and parents, friendships intimate relationships we all get hurt one way or the other if you're in a relationship and so um, if you have been hurt what's what's happening with it how have you dealt with it what's been helpful what hasn't been helpful um, helpful um, in the process are, are there people that can help and you can um, that have helped with that and what does that look like there are some of the questions that um, just wanted to ask today and um, also to just um, talk a little bit about let me just have a look at my notes here I'm actually recording this just um, um, I'm recording this just you know thinking off the cuff and I'm still processing all of this um, but for those of you who you know perhaps you've been you've experienced hurt for you know, maybe it was a, a very long time ago, 
I'd love to hear from you. One of the things that really um, fascinates me is people who are able to handle so much and, um, and yet come out on the other side. To go through so much hurt and then come out on the other side still gentle-hearted, kind, and, um, and still loving people. And I think that that is a great character trait to have and I would love to hear from you if you've been through her and you've developed resilience um, through it as a result or you know you've just had to um, you know you've just had to step up in certain areas that you didn't even know you had the strength to step up in but um, one of the key points that really helped me um, today to look at is that while we all share hurt, very few of us actually grow in spite of it. And while hurt, you know, whatever form it is that we face, we it can sometimes be actually paralyzing. Um, some forms of hurt we are actually able to grow from and grow through. And... Um, you know, I'm I'm actually just about to start a reading a book, and I've read the intro, uh, but Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, and just wanting to go through that because um, he was in uh, the concentrated camps um, in in Germany, and um, you know, just during the time of the Nazi revolution and all that kind of stuff happening, and so this is one of the results of there. Um, of that experience and so after reading that um, I think that it, it's become in, even in psychology one of those really big uh, very influential books so after I read that I'll actually review it um, and let you know some of the big themes that happened there um, but um, also just an update as well we will have a brand new we'll have just um, a brand new um, same old, same old kind of styled episode dropping next week on Tuesday. I'm just on holiday this week and also getting um, a little bit of input into my spirit. But yeah, what do you do with hurt? What do you do with stuff that's happened in your past? What do you do uh, with things that you still are unable to reconcile? Maybe you faced a tragedy and um, someone's in the shower. Maybe you faced a tragedy. What does that look for you to? What has that looked like for you to? I don't know. Move forward from that. Have you? Have you not? What's making it difficult? Um, because hurt and pain is one of those things that's actually really, like we share it as all of humanity, but very few of us um, do go through it and then rise up on the other side of it and walk through it in a sense where we are able to I suppose um, you know come out unsinged from the fire come out um, you know with scars but not defined by the scars type of type of thing so let me know if you'd like to contribute to that um, or maybe if you have questions about what to do with hurt and pain certain types of pain a lot of relational pain um, is very hard for people to go through um, let me know, message me or email me. Um, if, you, if you still have some questions, I'd love to do a little bit of research, talk, talk to some 
people who are really smart and um, get back to you and hopefully answer, um, give you some perspectives on on some of those questions. Um, and, um, you know, didn't want to leave you guys <laughs> without anything to think or a conversation to a conversation to be part of this week, something for you to think about. But I thought the issue of pain and hurt and, um, you know, recovering from that was really interesting this week. And, you know, and so I just wanted to bring that up and to sort of go, well, um, is anybody experiencing that? If you are experiencing that, get in touch with me and let me know. Cool. You'll hear from me next Tuesday. See ya.